Okay. Um, so because of Corona, we're gonna have. I'm doing this over call. Ethan's doing it live. Yeah. So um, the audio quality is gonna be pretty buggy, I would guess. Yeah. But we're we're working with what we got. Yeah, we're still here. Still gonna provide the greatest podcast ever that has a full eight followers on Spotify. So yes, about that. The podcast is only available on Spotify right now because iTunes is still reviewing it. So um, hopefully one day iTunes will um, review the podcast and submit it and you can actually listen to it. But for now, it's just on Spotify. Also, also I apologize for, I, I, for the last two episodes. Those were kind of like, those were weird. They were yeah. like, <laughs> they were just very bizarre. We're going to be a lot more focused now. Yes, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, but, um, so I think we might do, like, a YouTube or an Instagram or something, and we can do, like, IGTV or YouTube videos if people don't have Spotify, but, um, yeah. we'll see on that. I think I'll have entrance music next week, but, um, not sure. Um, so sorry if Joshua's audio is a little bit buggy. We're just doing our best with the times, but, um, let's get right into talking about coronavirus. How's your quarantine going? Um... It's going okay. I forgot I was on spring break. I didn't realize I was on spring break until Tuesday. So I was still doing stuff online, and then I was wondering why no one was uploading anything, and I was like, oh yeah, it's spring break. I don't even know what um our remote learning is. Like, they gave us a schedule of like half-hour blocks every other day for classes, and they were like, oh, uh-huh. you have to do these. And I'm so confused, because they're like, oh, do this, do this. But... The fact is, I don't know, like, if we're doing Zoom calls, if it's just on Google Classroom. Like, I don't understand what they mean by the half-hour block. Is that, like, the time that we can email them, but they also have office hours? So, I'm so confused. But um, Yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, we they have can't that, make yeah. my grades worse, but I kind of need to get my grades better. So, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I made pretzels the other day. Like, I made dough, like, the dough from scratch. Wow. It took forever. I'm never doing that again. Oh, really? I was going to say you can make, like, a business. I mean, I made them, but they were super hard to make, and it took so long. What type of pretzels? Were they, like... They didn't even taste great. Were they, like, the big, like, fluffy, like, pretzels, or were they, like, the crunchy, like, um, They were, like, they were, like, they were supposed to be the big fluffy ones, but they ended up turning out to be a little crunchy. Okay. Um, so, what do you think of Andrew Cuomo's nipple piercings? He ha- what? Do you not know about Andrew Cuomo's nipple piercing theory? No, I don't. Right. So he was wearing like a polo shirt or something, and um, there were like large like bumps on his nipples. So either he has like huge nipples, he has nipple piercings, or he has like moles or tumors on him. But his ex girlfriend came out and said to stop body shaming him. So I didn't. I did not see that. Yeah. So. People are furiously that he has nipple piercings. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's what he wants, then that's what he wants. Can't really judge him for it. Yeah, that reminds me of the um, nipple piercings of the um, Tiger King guy. <sighs> Joe's oh, husband God. number one. What's that guy's name again? Um... Everyone on that show 
just has like a super generic redneck name. Yeah. I really like Eric Coey. I found this place on Craigslist. You did? Yeah. Um, he, no, that's like what he said for the job. And then like he was unloading the Walmart meat truck. But, um. Right, that, that whole show is just, it's a, it's a mess. It's, it's a good mess, but it's a mess. I don't think it deserves like the iconic standing that's earned, but it is pretty entertaining. I just really like it because Eric Coey looks like um a cross between Owen's dad and I. Kind of. So um, I thought that was pretty funny. But um, my favorite part was um when they got like the blow up doll of Carol, and he was like, "Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> he that shot was hilarious!" Her right in studio. I love that. I do you think she killed her husband? Oh yeah, for sure. She definitely <laughs> killed her husband. There's no way she didn't. She, like, they, they, supposedly, uh, the state of Oklahoma reopened the investigation. I hope they did, because honestly, it's like there's no way she didn't kill him. And Joe Exotic's country music is too good to be true. And my favorite song is the it's music not his movie. voice. That is not his voice. No, it, I I know it isn't, but it's too good to be true. And the yeah. the video. That they made with the Carol lookalike feeding pizzas of meat to the tigers was so good. That was great. Oh, so I've only seen four episodes. The only thing that really freaked me out was like, um, Doc Antle, right? Is his name? Oh my god, that guy's weird. He has like a sex cult and he rides on elephant in the middle of a river. Yeah. <laughs> like what's he's up so, with that guy? Like, like everyone's weird on that show, but he's just like creepy. He's creepy yeah. weird. My my another thing I liked that I was kind of scared for it was like that one lady who lost her hand was so loyal to Joe that she had them just amputate it so she could get back to work as soon as possible. Like that was kind of funny, yeah. but I was kind of sad. Yeah. So, so I've only seen. But the it, you know, she she out of everyone on the show, she was probably the one that made the most logical sense. Yeah. Like she wasn't like the most off the her rockers crazy yeah. one. I like Eric a lot too, and the guy with the fake legs is pretty cool. But um. Yeah. Joe's husband's a meth head. What happens to the other husband? I've only seen four episodes, so I don't really know. But they haven't interviewed him yet. They just have video of him. There's like a third member. So, so okay, do you mind if I spoil what happens? No, do not husband? spoil it for me. We'll review it next week. No, just time. just with the husbands. Everything okay. else is fine. Okay. So, all I'm going to say is one of the husbands leaves him. And the other one uh, dies by suicide in the oh. office of the of like their zoo their exhibition thing like he dies in one of their offices like he commits mm. suicide in front of an employee oh that's really tough that's sad er, um and then they had a funeral for him and it was not really a funeral. It was more of like a celebration of life kind of thing. Okay. But Joe kind of made it about himself and not really about his dead husband. Oh, so um. So, have you seen Joe Exotic's Instagram? He, I didn't know. Yeah, I assume yeah. it's real, and they're letting him have an Instagram from prison. But he ha- it has like three hundred fifty thousand followers, and um, he's tr- he in his description he's like trying to get this verified with Instagram. But I think he actually they let him get an Instagram from prison. Oh yeah, this is his Instagram. I found it. Yeah, so I assume I doubt a fan could get like. Cause there's some fake ones, but like that's 
the biggest by so much that I assume it's him. Yeah, I found it. So, um... Carol killed her husband. Who's Who do you think is, like, the worst person in the entire show? The worst person in the entire show? I'm gonna have to say Doc Mantle. Because he... He's just... He is something else, man. I'm gonna go Carol. Just because, like, the cult is one thing. But at least they're semi-free to leave. Where Carol straight up just killed her husband and has her new one running constant lawsuits trying to put Joe out of business where I am in the dock. But I heard that um in episode seven you found some stuff about Doc Antle that like whoops the script. So next week I'll have to um come back to that and see what I think then. Yeah. It's it's just he's this whole like everyone in this show is full of crazy people, man. Mm-hmm. Um so, what do you think of the continuing government response? Do you think, like, the stimulus is too much, too little? What do you think about Cuomo? What do you think about it's, Trump? I mean... Since we last talked, like, what they've done recently. I mean, what has been done? Really not much. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not a lot we can do right now, because we still don't know. We still don't know, like what this disease is or, or what to do about it. Yeah. It's still being figured out. I really don't like, I actually don't like Cuomo that much because he's being hailed as like this hero and now he's definitely doing a good job. But he and de Blasio let New York get so out of control in the first place. That's kind of like, it wasn't like he was an early warning. Like he wasn't making that big of a deal out of it either. So I feel like he shouldn't be yeah. hailed as much of a hero as he is because I feel like he failed to an extent too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um. But yeah, I mean, there's not a lot. There's not a lot anyone could do right now. The world's just gotta wait until we figure out how to get rid of this thing, and then we go from there. I just hope we're back in school for at least June, just so we can try to cram. Cause I don't want to go like caffeine to pretend that like I'm a sophomore next year and have gone like a month of my second semester freshman education. Yeah, I agree. I think we should just like have June, whatever amount of time we have for june and then just cram in assignments that are worth like 100 points and yeah. then because like and then we were able to get grades up because like there's no way there's there's no way that we're gonna anyone's gonna pass online because a, a every, nobody's doing the work or everyone's barely doing the work yeah and i'm i'm just worried about next year it's like i'm not able to learn that much right now even if I were to, like, be able to really put, like, apply myself to it. So I'm worried about, like, next year, like, how am I... I don't want them to shift everything back a semester. Like, next year we go in and do second semester freshman and first semester sophomore, that's it. But I'm also yeah. worried to, like, I'm going to go into a sophomore and they're going to be like, you have to know all this. I'm like, well, I saw these math notes, but it's tough to do it, like, just for emailing and explaining. So it's like, how am I going yeah, to yeah. have a good idea of what I need to do? And, like... I'm in geometry now, so I'm a year ahead, and I'm already struggling, and it's even tougher when I'm online just for emails and Google Slides with a teacher. So, like, how am I going to exceed next year in trig? Right. Oh, yeah, I agree. Right. Um, Like, we're, for for math, I mean, the the one class I feel like I'm, I could do okay without taking is civics, because a lot of the 
everything that we're learning this year is stuff that we learned in years past. So I'm fine with civics, but everything else, physics, I'm I'm not going to be ready for next year. Yeah. English, there's probably some reading skills that we still got to learn that I need for next year. English, and yeah. then, and then, uh, well, actually, next year I'm taking honors English, so that's even worse. Yeah. And then, I'm taking AP Human Geography next year, so I guess I do need civics then. I um, in reading, we had to write an essay for Fahrenheit 451, and I wrote my essay. And I did my best to, I struggled with following this TIAC format they have, which is like thesis, evidence, elaboration, or no, it's elaboration, evidence. Like you elaborate on your thesis, you put a little passage, and you explain a literary element in it and how it connects to the real world. And I did all those things in the essay, and I got an email back saying 1.5 out of 15. You didn't follow the essay. I hope you try to follow the essay format better in future assignments. Wait, you got a 1.5 out of 15 because yeah. you didn't follow the so, format? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure even I followed the thing to the best. I thought I followed it pretty well. But anyway, it is um, it is just a... I, don't, I didn't actually see it in Gradebook. I don't think they can legally put it in yet. And even now, like, come Monday, they're only going to be able to put in grades that help you. But I'm just worried that's like, am I going to be able to do well enough on any of the assignments to get my grade up? And are there going to be enough assignments for me to get my grade up, given that we're doing literally an hour of each class a week? Yeah. So I think I'd be fine in World Studies, because I know a decent amount of the stuff already. But it's like, I wrote one bad essay at the start of the semester, and I have a B in that class now, and I need that class to be an A to help my average, so. Yeah, I don't know. It all sucks. It all sucks. All right, so you watched Dark Side of the Ring? Yes, I watched... uh... So I saw both Benoit episodes, and I saw the New Jack episode, and then I went back to season one, and I saw the Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth one. But um, you haven't seen that one yet. We've only seen the Benoit and New Jack one. All right, cool. I have not seen that one yet. Yeah. So um, which one do you want to talk about first? <sighs> I mean... I feel like Benoit has been a topic of discussion ever since he's died. Like, he did, he did that. Yeah, it was, um, one thing, to, we'll get this when we talk about our WrestleMania review. One thing that really yeah. bugged me was they took the weight machines in that horrible Edge and Randy Orton match, and they basically hung, Randy Orton hung Edge and started punching him the same way that Benoit hung himself, basically, minus the weight yeah. to snap down the rope. So I thought that was really stupid, given that that was edited and produced and cleaned up. And like they and done several takes, so they clearly could have edited that out or just not done it to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was also like it was it 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 was so weird to me how during the memorial show for Benoit, when all this stuff was being uncovered, they still went on with it. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be like, kind of weird. Like the. Like in the like the next episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever it was, Vince McMahon had the opening statement where like this is the last time we speak of Benoit. After that, you know we don't speak of his name. Yeah, well, I I think but I they had to ahead. completely erase him. That's kind of sad. But I think um what really bugs me is 
there's nothing good to do when they were doing that memorial show and stuff rolled in because they weren't certain. So it'd be bad to stop it if it turned out he didn't kill them in himself. But it would also <clears> be bad to stop it even if he did because then it's like you just said this would be a memorial show. Then people are all going to, one, leave the show to go look for other news, which hurts your ratings. And I know it sounds like really stupid and dumb, but that's the thing that matters. And it's going to make you look even bad because it might seem like you were trying to cover it up or you did something about the full info. And JR kind of said that in the documentary, but I don't think they had much of a choice there. And I also, I also, I feel like everyone is always like, oh, Benoit did this, oh, Benoit, this is unforgivable. But I don't think enough people were paying, well, clearly enough people were paying attention, but I think now it's it's even still so many people are like, oh, but Chris Benoit did this, he's a horrible person. But I don't... It, to this day, a lot of people don't realize that the reason why he did that is because of, he had horrible ECT because the wellness policy for WWE was garbage yep. back then. Apparently, his testosterone levels, like, in the average person, they're like... Yeah, 10 times the amount of Yeah, it's like male. 4 or 5 to, like, 1 or 2, and he was, like, 54 to 1. So his balls yeah. are, like, shriveled up because, like, his body <laughs> just couldn't produce its own testosterone. But I mean, the, I mean the WWE's wellness policy was garbage back then, and I think too many people blame Benoit. Yes, what he did was awful, but that could have been easily prevented if, if just the wellness policy was so much better. Yeah. I um, mean, I I mean, obviously it's not all on the WWE because you know, in, for his whole career, he was using that blind headbutt and taking unprotected headshots. But I don't know. I don't think. The problem with the WWE, and I think it's still a problem to this day, when there's a problem with something, they don't take action until something horrible happens. Yeah, because they live in their own little universe, so less like they absolutely have to, it doesn't yeah. matter. Do you hear they're, um, yeah. they're going live the next five weeks for on SmackDown? So they flew everyone in, and they were going to tape five weeks, and then Vince changed his mind. It was like, nope. Everyone fly out, and you're flying in again next week, and we're doing it live every week for five weeks. Like, I feel like, and Brock, Brock Lesnar, he got super frustrated with Vince. He's like, he's like, I don't understand why I have to be here every week, because I'm here for the crowd. I'm here bouncing around because, uh, you know, I'm here, I'm Brock Lesnar. So he's just standing there in an empty arena doing nothing, and it's pointless, and he got really upset with Vince. And he you know, supposedly had proposed that he just after Raw after Mania just stop stop WWE programming for a while. But Yeah. And they have a big enough um they have a big enough store of like archives that they could just they could be they could add a little video of Vince talking in Connecticut every day. And they have twenty five years of raw footage. They can just they can just put out whatever they want every Monday and yeah. they'll be fine. I mean, and they, like, the, the things that bugs me is, like, they were still doing some of that. Like, they were showing one or two old matches on every show. That's, like, why aren't yeah. you doing the entire show that way? Why are you continuing to do it in a different way? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think I, it was... I think, I think, also, sorry to cut you off, but, um, Vince McMahon isn't coming back with the XFL in 2021. I know, I was so happy. I saw, all right. So I was on um, 
I was on the Observer site and I saw that headline. And it was XFL spends operations through 2021 and they laid off all employees. And I was so happy because I was like, if there was one small bright side to the coronavirus, it ended the XFL for good. And I was so happy because I'm like, Vince, you sold all that stock. You watered down your stock prices with your mass selling and you fired Michelle Wilson, George Barrios, and watered down your stock even more to get all that cash. And then you blew it all on something useless. I mean, I feel bad for the people that had jobs in the XFL and depended on that. But for Vince, I'm yeah. just so happy. I'm so happy he failed. Because, I mean, I don't think it was the, his fault this time, though. Because last time, it was all his, all on him. Like, yeah. the first time he tried the XFL, it was just bad. But this time, you know, according to my, per my father, because I don't, I don't keep up with football, the games weren't actually bad. The production wasn't bad. It was genuinely decent. Yeah, but just, just this whole Corona thing was awful for the XFL because, like, it was like the beginning of the season when all this stuff started. Yeah. And there's no need to bring the XFL back. Definitely under that name, and even at all, it's like I can kind of understand why an alternative football league. But like, I don't have time to even watch all of the NFL. But um, I just, I think he would. He should have tried to start up slow. It's not like AEW, where it's like, WWE is this vacuum, and it's very bad. Where it's like, the NFL is a whole different world. Like, the NFL is very good, generally. So it's like, we don't really need another NFL to be something so bad. So when AEW came up, it was like, oh, let's make this thing massive and fill that void right away. The XFL yeah. should have just been a slow thing. And, I don't know. I mean, he kept his, like, eight teams or something, which was good, but I'm glad it failed. So am I. So, uh, and I doubt, I doubt he'll come back to it. I doubt he'll come back to it. Yeah, I agree. So back to Benoit. Do you think that what triggered him to go insane was steroids, brain issues, or both? I think it was both, but I was wondering what you think. I mean, oh, I mean this uh, term "roid rage." The, the idea that like steroids and excessive te- testosterone can make you more aggressive. It was it was made clear throughout the documentary that, that there were times where Benoit would get mad for no reason. And this is after Eddie's death. I also think that Eddie's death just took a huge toll on him, and he was not the same. Yeah, that pushed that. him over the edge. That yeah, that pushed him way over the edge. If Eddie hadn't died, maybe maybe he either would have been fine, or you know he would have experienced more minor you know, incidents later on in his career or later on in his life. But I think with Eddie's death, he just wouldn't, his brain wouldn't berserk. And he just wasn't, his brain wasn't the same. Yeah, I feel really bad. And Oh, and your audio just glitched. Um, Keep talking. We have to make sure that's good. Um, All right, we're good. So I also noticed that with... Benoit in his mourning of Eddie's death like he was just constantly crying and he never really got over his death I think that's because of like the so much trauma that he had in his brain he wasn't he wasn't able to properly mourn or deal with Eddie's death like he was just constantly sad and I think that just pushed him over the edge yeah I feel really bad for David Benoit too just having to live with that yeah I feel like, I don't know, like, it's awful how people just see David Benoit. Like, wait, Dave, David David was the older one, right? 
Yeah, David survived. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel's the one. People probably may have had like fragile X, which is like a version of Down syndrome, and maybe like that's why um, Chris killed him in Antique. Like he got in a fight over it because like he didn't want to have to like care for him his whole life. Because yeah. if like people look at photos, then there's like Daniel's like something in his eyes or something. I don't know. I think that he just went crazy from the roids and concussion. But um, yeah, Daniel died, and David was with his mom because. He's from Benoit's first wife, I think. So he survived. And also, like, uh, you know, with Nancy Benoit, it's unfortunate that even her name can't be mentioned because Nancy did nothing wrong. Yeah. It's because of her last name, Benoit, her name cannot be spoken. And she, you know, herself has done so much for wrestling. You know, her role as a manager, they mentioned this in the documentary, how more than anyone, more than any woman, you know, Nancy Benoit should be in in the Hall of Fame, but she just never will be because of that last name. Yeah, which is just horrible, because she was a complete victim there. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the New Jack one. New Jack, oh, that was chaos, man. (laughs) It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was great. Um, yes, there were some sad parts. My heart goes out to Eric Gua, the mass transit guy who died. Oh yeah, from, yeah, that was sad. Like was the sad. fat bypass surgery or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's kind of on that kid though. Yeah. Cause he his age. He lied about his age. He, you know, wanted to take control over take control of the match against New Jack of all people like you can't be a 17 year old kid lying to be 21 walking into like your third match ever with New Jack and being like yeah I want to put you through a table he's not yeah. gonna like that so that's I yes I feel bad but I feel like that's kind of on him yeah but I felt like the mass transit thing is seen as like the big famous thing but like, that didn't really surprise me too much what I loved and I mean loved was the Vic Grimes bump. Oh, yeah. So, he oh says God. it was a work. New Jack says it's a shoot. But, to me, I think it was real. Because the way they were just brawling, and then New Jack just pulled out a taser, and, like, Vic Grimes just, like, he didn't, like, do, like, the over-the-top, like, crazy tase selling. And, of course, like, you're not going to, like, sell a taser. Like, you're actually going to get tased. But it's like, he just started, like, flailing around, and he, like, he was, like, down, up, down, up. And it's like, it seems so hard to fake that, unless you've been tased before. And then I think that was all real. Yeah. The way he got chucked off and bounced on the rope and fell back in, that was, I mean, if he had died. That was crazy. If he had if died, it was, I, I wouldn't be No, laughing. no. But it was funny. He said that the the, war, the worst injury he had from that was uh, a broken ankle. Yeah, because he survived. It's hilarious. That's my take. Yeah, but if he died, that would have been really tragic. New Jack said he was trying to throw him to the outside. Yeah, my um, I I think a close second though was the um Hunter Reed thing. It was a promotion of like ten people there, and because the guy got a little stiff with him, he stabbed him with a knife repeatedly. How would Hunter and then he told survive? him, we could work an angle with this if I drop the charges. And he's like, yeah, you got to drop the charges, though. 
And then he dropped the charges and then he left won. Florida. <laughs> Hunter Reed got stabbed in the back like nine times and got scammed out of a ton of money. Yeah. I um. I mean, that was great. That's legendary, yeah. man. So he's had a hard life, but when he said that the end of a movie about his life would be him sna- sitting in a wheelchair, throwing coke all around him, Snorting I was crack, like, okay, yeah. this guy is loving life. I'm going to laugh about this documentary. This man is crazy, man. He's a, he, but he's a, he's a living legend. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's um, And his promos were good, too. Um, All right. Smoking pencil oh, also, also, um, you got to watch this one. I'm, I, I don't think you saw, saw this one, but the Brawl for All one, I think that's also season two. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch that. I think that, that was right. the most recent one. After I finished the watching Tiger King, I'll the Brawl for All was that thing during the '90s where it was shoot Vince yeah. Russo, when Vince Russo told Vince we should do real fighting, like <laughs> boxing. That's sports entertainment. That's that's sports entertainment. And then people got knocked out and then really injured. You gotta yeah. watch that one. That one's funny. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, no, I'm excited to watch that after I finish Tiger King. I'm gonna probably finish all of it today, but um. So, Mustafa was New Jack's second. Sorry, it's the last thing about the New York Jack doc. And he was smoking yeah. pencil shavings. That, oh my god. What do you think about that? Would you smoke pencil? Like, alright. To me, that might be... I understand how it's addictive. Like, in, I feel like smoking them repeatedly... Smoking repeatedly, like, nicotine or weed would be worse, probably. Because you probably get more addicted or stuff. But it's like, doing it just one time... I feel like pencil shavings would be the worst for you because you're smoking like graphite and plastic coating and paint and stuff. It's like yeah. that stuff isn't good for you once where it's like nicotine. We, you smoke it once, you're fine. And like, it's just, yeah, that's bizarre like that he does that. But how do you even think of that? Like, you know what? I'm yeah. going to sharpen that pencil. I'm going to take those shavings and roll them up and smoke them. Like, how does that go through someone's mind? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. Like, yep, I'm going to do that. Um, so, I wish I had an email right now that we could send us into. Um, next week, we'll open a show. I'm going to make an email so we can have, like, an Instagram and a YouTube for highlights. And next week, I'll send mm-hmm. that email. If anyone listening to this would like to smoke pencil shavings, send a video of yourself into the thing I'm going to plug next Saturday, the email. Or maybe I'll do it on our Sunday show tomorrow. No, we'll plug in our Sunday show tomorrow. We'll have an email. If you want to smoke pencil shavings, send in a review of the pencil shavings you smoked to that email. We'll plug it on the Sunday show. Then we'll read all of them on Saturday. We're, we're talking We're talking to you, Tallulah. <laughs> I don't think she can listen to this. I think she only has iTunes. Oh, well, right. I'll tell her about it personally. She'll, so I actually I'll give her say, some ideas. We had, um, so I've been tracking our... Spotify stats. We had a good amount of people listen to this that aren't actually like people we know. So that's very nice. And I think we're yeah, gonna start good. we're gonna start doing some plugs over places and stuff, really um get the views up. But the one thing that helps people find us just through Spotify, not through like Instagram and stuff, is following the podcast on Spotify. So I'm gonna keep saying this repeatedly now, but out of about a fifth of people that listen to the podcast actually hit the follow button. I'm not going to say our actual numbers because in some ways they're braggy, in some ways they're embarrassing. But um, 
please, if you're on Spotify listening to this, just hit the follow button above. It helps other people find our podcast. So then we can actually like get ads and make some money on this and stuff. Yeah. We just we, we need exposure. That's all we need. Yeah. So um please just hit that follow button. I'm repeatedly say it until you do. And if you already did, I'm so sorry. Alright. So um let's do some wrestling now. Like wrestling wrestling. What did you Oh I have very mixed feelings about Mania. I thought Mania was one of the worst manias of all time. If not the worst. I th- I think I think this was the problem with a with a handful of matches. The matches themselves weren't bad. It's just the finish was awful. And if the finish was the right thing, it could have been so good. Alright, um, I'm just going to run down the card and we'll do quick reviews. The pre-show yeah. was Cesaro versus um, Drew Gulak. They had a six-minute match and Cesaro I mean, beat him. I just for, felt like, the time, for the time that they had, they did the best they could. Yeah, they just needed more time. Yeah. but um, I mean, it, it would have made sense if Drew Gulak won that match. I don't know why yeah. he didn't, but... But I don't mind Cesaro winning because he never wins, but I would have put Gulak over just because he is newer to the mainstream. Even though they're yeah, both, that's true. They're both older guys by now who it's like, you gotta push them now if you're ever doing anything with them. Also, also, before we get into more into the card, I feel like this should be acknowledged. The Revival, now known as FTR, was released yesterday. I know. So, I'm so excited. They, they have to go to AEW. They have to. No, we after they, we do they, make, they won't I don't think they'll be like all elite, but I think they'll have one of those contracts where they'll they're not exclusive to AEW, but they do work yeah. for them. We um I think they should be the ones to beat Hangman and Kenny for the tag belts. I think I think The Bucks can beat them eventually, but I think Yeah. I think they should be the ones to beat Hangman and Kenny. Because I don't think it'd be the Bucks, because after the six star match it would just ruin if the Bucks beat Hangman Kenny. Also, they changed their names. So Dash Wilder is now uh it's Cash Cash something. No, but here's what's funny. Dash Wilder Wilder and Scott Dawson are like the real names. Yeah, they are. So I'm really surprised that they're changing their names. They probably they're probably trademarking it just to get back at Vince. Well, they they trademark Shatter Machine. The movie. Yeah, that was really that was really stupid of WWE not do that. Cause now yeah, it's like, I don't know why they didn't. Yeah, that's they're gonna have huge mainstream appeal. They're gonna help AEW ratings. It's gonna be like a Jericho or a Moxley again on there. But the thing that sucks is that if if and when well when they signed with AEW, like let's just say they they sign tomorrow, they're not gonna be able to be showcased on TV for a long time. Because yeah. tapings for AEW Dynamite last until May. Yeah, well, they're um they're good promos. They can do packages, edit them in, or they can just wait That's on true. them. What like what anticipate anticipation build? All That's right. true. So um, women's tag team championship, the Kabuki Warriors lost to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, I mean, I don't care. I don't care either. I mean, the match was okay. It was a good. It was a good. It was a, co- a good start to a Mania card. I mean, Kyrie's, Kyrie's leaving the company as soon as she can, probably. I don't like Nikki Cross's new gimmick. Alexa Bliss should be a heel. All right. Yep. Elias beat Baron Corbin. No one cares. I also don't care. 
Becky Lynch beat Shayna. This was stupid. Shayna should have won, but apparently they're just drawing out the feud because they want to babyface to win at Mania. This this match made me so mad. I don't even want to. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense why Becky Lynch should still have this championship. If Shayna doesn't beat her, she had she had she had the summer of her lifetime. She was at the top of her career during the summer. During the fall, she started to falter a little bit. Now, I like this is me personally. I don't care for Becky anymore. No, no one cares. So um, I don't care for it. Apparently, Shane's gonna be here like the next pay per view, but I don't care. Um, Shane's gonna be down, Brian. This was the right choice, but I hate how it was a screw job finish. Yeah. Um, the tag team titles were successfully defended by John Morrison against Kofi Kingston that... against Shimi Yusuo in a singles match. This match for I mean, it's Kofi Kingston. It's John Morrison, and it's an Uso in the ladder match. I mean, it can't be not good. It was But, fun. you know, it was good. It's just the finish was so confusing. But I guess Morrison won? I yeah. don't know. So the, sur- the, the finish could have been better. Survivor Season 40 is happening right now, and that's Winners at War, so it's all winners. So I never really watched Survivor before this, so I went back and watched a bunch of old winter season. So, like, I saw Ben season, I saw Sarah season, I saw Ethan season, but now I'm watching Nick season, and that's season 37. That came out in 2019, and John Morrison uh-huh. was a contestant on it. So really? I'm binging the show, like, getting ready to binge it, and on the first episode, I see John Morrison on the boat, and I'm like, why is John Morrison on Survivor? So I guess it was, like, <laughs> in between... In between impact tapings, he took the 40 days. But he made it to the merge. He did pretty well. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, it's, I feel like at some point we should review Survivor. That They're already in season 40, so it might be too late. So maybe, like, if you want to get into it, I could rewatch it sometime. Or we could do, like, old seasons. But I'm really into Survivor right now. I think I've seen a couple of episodes of Survivor. Yeah. So, um, Mojo Rowley beat... R Truth and Gronkowski to win the title. No one cares. This, this title, this title needs to go. Yeah, this title needs to go. Owens beat the Ron. only person. The only person it works on is R Truth. And I even and they just anymore. and they can't have R Truth hold the title for forever. Yeah, he is on um, the title. The title. The title was good when it first came out, but now no one cares. R Truth has more championships than anyone in WWE history. That's true. All right. Um, Kevin Owens beat Seth Rollins. I didn't really care for this. I didn't care for the match because Rollins is annoying. Yeah. No, I'm just but not gonna, I'm not gonna, it was fine, but I'm not gonna talk about Colby Lopez. It, it's just it didn't make sense that Rollins disqualified himself. And then Kevin Owens is like, Well let's make it no disqualification. And then they finish the match. They yeah. could have just like made it no DQ initially. They didn't yeah. need that little bit at the end. All right, like, Braun Strowman beat Goldberg. This match was horrible. This was like spoiler alert. This it's a like, Goldberg match. Yes, yeah. no, it's not gonna this, last. But Braun isn't any good. This was the um bad version of. I really liked Drew and Brock. I thought this was like a bad version of that. Um, Braun's well, gonna be a horrible champion. He can't work, and he has no idea about the logistics of this business, as his Twitter has showed. Well, he's he's gonna drop that title at Money in the Bank though to the Fiend. Yeah. Because on SmackDown they're already building up a match between them. Yeah, which is so stupid. Why would you ever like take it off the Fiend just to put it back on the Fiend? 
You should have just made Cena. Um. Oh wait, are they putting it, it back on the it Fiend didn't, for it Roman? Didn't, it didn't make sense to have the Fiend lose when the title. When coronavirus gets better, is Roman gonna beat the Fiend? Is that the idea? I don't. He would no, no, no. Goldberg, Goldberg was the initial plan. Goldberg was supposed to beat the Fiend. That was the initial plan, and that's what happened. But Goldberg was to be was supposed to be beaten by Reigns, who was supposed to have the title. Alright. So, um, what do you think of the Boneyard match? Undertaker beat AJ. I, I going into this match, I'm like, I don't know what to think about this. I think that entrance with AJ Styles was genius. It was genius. Coming out with the casket. That, I thought that was funny. And then him coming out like he did in 2002. I think now that he's a little older, I think his biker gimmick fits him a little better. But it's still not the greatest. I thought he looked really comical um, on that bike, being all old and broken down. It definitely humanizes him more, I think. Yeah. Um, because he's not like the dead man. He's I, like the I like so. this. It was better than most Undertaker matches, except for when yeah. they recreated the spot where Goldberg almost bled to death on Nitro when he punched through the car window and had to get plastic yeah. surgery. I thought that was bad, and I thought Undertaker's selling was atrocious. He was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his selling was really bad because he never has to sell. So I didn't. Um, outside of that, I thought it was the best thing on the show by far. Yeah, it, I I I thought I thought this match was the best one too because I don't know. I think WrestleMania could have done a lot more having the advantage they had with it being pre-taped, but I think this was the only good thing that really came out of it. Yeah, um, I just want to do a fair disclaimer. I know that not everyone who listens to this show falls wrestling. This show is only so wrestling focused the last two episodes because it's WrestleMania. We have started our podcast at a really bad time. It's not gonna be this wrestling focused in the future. Um yeah. so night two in the pre show, Liv Morgan beat Natalia. No one cares. I didn't even see the match. Alright, you ready to rant? Yeah. NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte Fair defeated Rhea Ripley via submission to win the title. This could have been done so many other ways. If they wanted Charlotte to anyway, be on NXT, fine. Have her, her on lose and come chase. Yes, like have there. her lose and come chase. It could have opened up some great. It could. I mean, it still can. You know, Io Shirai yeah. versus Charlotte. Well, now Mia Charlotte's going to beat Charlotte. Io too. They're going to have Charlotte run through the best like women's division in the world. That's true. That it's is so true. Right. So yes, Charlotte being Charlotte being in NXT isn't a horrible idea. It's actually a pretty good one, but I don't think she needs the championship. She yeah. doesn't need the championship. I just want to um. They made Ripley look Char- like a geek because she tapped out. I just want to look ahead yeah. to NXT and AW ratings. AW still beat them in all the important demos, but NXT won by a thousand viewers, and that's because they basically showed Takeover what was going to be Takeover. And because Charlotte had just won the title, and they won by a thousand viewers only, so NXT is never going to win on even footing. And NXT is just a bad show, and I think the AEW is still much better than them. And this isn't going to help that much. And they basically just ruined Ripley, who's an actual star to the NXT audience, just to try to beat AEW. And they're going to fail to do that in future weeks. 
I think I think after this, Ripley's gonna have a hard time recovering from that. Cause oh, she's dumb. I was just I was just her back next to UK. Yeah, I would too. I would just wait till contracts runs out, like where it goes stardom or somewhere. Cause I, I, she she has no future on a main roster unless unless she shows up and murders Charlotte like a two minute squash at some point. It's over. All right, Alistair Black, Bobby yeah. Lashley. Um, they're breaking up. Lana and Lashley. No one cares. This was fine. Yeah, right. I mean, good match <laughs> coming up. Otis defeated Dolph Ziggler. This was the best story of the whole card. This was so good. They should have waited till they had a crowd though, because the pop for the kiss yeah. and for Mandy turning face and everything, they should have just waited. But I love this. I thought it was amazing. Also, so the happy. hacker's got to be Ali. What? The hacker. If it's Ali, I that's cool, Ali. but I want Ali to be a heel, and I want Ali to fight Otis. So do I. All right. Hopefully, they'll find I feel like I feel like I feel like making Ali heel could do a lot for him. Yeah. Though he is such a true babyface, like being like a Chicago cop. I feel like... um. Yeah. I've seen Ali wrestle at indie shows, I think, as a heel. And he was pretty good, though. But, um... I I struggle with Ali because I don't think Vince will ever make him a huge, huge star here. I understand AEW no, he can't take on too many ex-WWE guys, but Ali isn't much of a WWE guy because he hasn't been here that long. They haven't done too much with him. So I feel like it'd be fine if he went yeah. to AEW, but I do feel like I'm saying too much like, oh, you just go to AEW, you just go to AEW. And then it's like, well, where's Darby Allen's spot? Where's Jungle Boy's spot? Where's Sammy Guevara's spot? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, I think I think that I think that's why I think it would be not a horrible idea to have another show for AEW. Well, they're getting a, they're like, getting a third know. hour. They're getting or a third hour. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that so they have true. their separate hour TV show coming at some point. So they have dark for like win loss records. They're actually doing matches in um on Beanie Elite. They have SCU, a jobber tag team, and Matt and Nick, and they're doing um their own wrestling shot there with Excalibur doing commentary over it. And they're filming yeah. it in like the ring at the Bucks' house. Yeah. So um, they're doing That's that true. and Dark to boost win loss records, and then <clears throat> Dynamite is like the main show in the third hour. That would be the show where you put like the TNT titles in the main attraction, and that's where it's like, well, yeah. if the inner circle are the top heels on Dynamite, then on the other show, that's where it's like the Death Triangle are the top heels. Yeah. All right. I don't think we'd spend yeah. a lot of time in this next match. Edge and Randy Orton. It was just horrible. The Benoit spot I talked was- about. It was too long. It was way too long. The finish was good. The start was good. Everything else sucked. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was. It was a thirty-hour or thirty-hour. It was a thirty-minute match, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, it was like it, forty minutes. Oh it was the longest match in history of WrestleMania outside of an hour-long Iron Man match. Like, like it didn't need to be that long. Like, yeah. I, I get. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Edge is back. Like, oh, yeah, Edge, and he's fighting for his life, fighting for Randy Orton, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Edge, but you could have done that in 20 minutes. Less than that. Yeah, so, um, like, Rog tag team titles, Street Profits beat Garza and Austin Fury. I like Garza. I hate Austin Fury. This the only thing good that came out of this match was Bel Air debuting. Yeah, that's fine. I would keep her next T because... Keep that division strong. And she is still rather new to this. So I feel like she would benefit from um 
not like getting some um more experience, but she'll do fine. But I, th- I yeah, I think she'll be fine on the main roster or for now at least. All right, do you, do you want to talk about your girl Tamina's performance in this next match? <sighs> Poor Tamina. I thought she would make it to the final four. She no, was did you hear? Time. Oh wait, it was a five way. No, Never did mind. you hear? Did you hear SmackDown? In on SmackDown, what apparently, happened? apparently Tamina's gonna fight Banks next week, and if she wins, she gets a shot at Bailey one on one. So they're pushing Tamina hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah, go Tamina. They should just done the Banks turn here. At least they're hinting at it, but it's like they never do it anyway. Um, it was basic five way. Tamina runs wild pin. Naomi runs wild pin. So, no one I cares. mean, Tamina put, Tamina put up a fight, but I think it's just that since she's the biggest one in the match, they all had to take her out at once. But she put up a pretty good fight. I feel mm. like if they didn't gang up, gang up on her, like, what? realistically, she th- probably would have been able to I think because they, they want to keep, like, all big names in Money in the Bank, or at least who they see as big names. So, I think Tamina... Oh, no, not notifications. I think um, Tamina is fighting Bailey at Money in the Bank. All right. This was my favorite match in all of WrestleMania weekend. Fiend beat Cena in a Firefly Funhouse match. I just want to say, here's, this is not a wrestling problem. match. You don't have to be a wrestling fan. Go watch this on YouTube where it's copyright or something. You don't have to be a wrestling fan. This was just so fun. It was a movie. The fact that they called it a match is stupid, but it was the greatest movie I have ever seen, and it was so much fun. Here, no, no, but I disagree that you don't have to be a wrestling fan. There were so many, there were so many, you know, references and hints to, you know, insider stuff that a regular casual fan wouldn't get. That's true. But so I, think I feel it, like, I think it's just. So I feel like you had you had to be a, a a knowledgeable fan or a knowledgeable person of wrestling to know what was going on. That's true, but it's like some of the stuff. It's just funny to see a puppet with devil horns talk to John Cena because everyone kind of knows John Cena. And, like, the jokes about, like, yeah. muscly wrestlers, it's like, yes, that's an inside joke about steroid usage, but it's also, like, everyone does think the wrestling's big guys in, t- like, in their underwear throwing people around. So I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, also, uh... Go ahead. Wait, sorry, say that again. Your f- wait, not... your phone's breaking up. Say that again. Ruthless aggression, John Cena with dad hair is not not something that they should do ever again. Yeah, that just looked wrong. Well, he doesn't want to shave so it because then things. he have to get his hair like reimplanted, kind of like QT Marshall. Yeah. All right. Um, this was a better version of Braun Strowman Goldberg. Drew beat Brock. I thought it was good. He said thank you like into the camera after he won, and like pointed at the camera, which was cool because like he's still trying to interact was- with fans. It was just, it was a happy moment, but also it was kind of, I kind of felt sad because it was like, this is such a huge moment for him. It and there's just no arena, one yeah. there to celebrate with him. Like, it was just so, kind of sad, but, um, also n- night after, uh, the Raw after, uh, Mania, they showed that after the match with, uh, Lesnar, the big show. <laughs> the big show came out and challenged McIntyre, and that was the main event of Raw. That was just dumb. It was there was no point to that. Yeah. Okay. I what, feel like that wasn't necessary. What do you think of Jericho's commentary on um, a um AEW this week? I didn't watch AEW. You didn't watch it. Oh my god, Jericho was the greatest of commentary. So there's this guy Sugar Dunkerton, 
was wearing a pineapple shirt, and Jericho kept calling uh-huh. him Pineapple Pete, and he was cutting promos the entire show because he was on guest commentary. It was so good. They just announced Pineapple Pete against Sammy Guevara for Dynamite. Um, I think in the TNT tournament, Cody beat Spears as expected. I think that they should DQ Archer for like just beating up. Like he should be like a ref stoppage against Cole Cabana against Archer because Archer's just like not putting him away and he's just repeatedly beating him up. And then Dustin can go to the final and or Kip can go to the final and lose to either Darby or Sammy Guevara because I think it'd be better to put it on a young guy for the new title. I mean, well, now, now I want to go back and watch that then. Um, I mean, there's so many ways, there's so many things that they can do with this new title. Yeah. Because there's so many, there's so many people that A, deserve it, and B, could, you know, they could do a lot with the title. They can make it prestigious. Yeah. So, but not as prestigious, of course, as the two-ache trophy from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I would do, um, I went to a brand split between the two shows, but I see, like, the TNT titles being, like, equivalent to the world title but more reserved to the second hour because, like, you don't want two world titles. I feel like of the right. same power on the same show. So I think it'd be good. I think I kind of have thought... I think eventually I think eventually it would be a good idea to add a third title, but not not anytime soon. I don't. I think what they need first is six man titles. That's true. I um. That's true. But I was, I'm happy with this. I was hoping Pac could win it, but obviously he can't get in the country. I just feel like one day the prime thing for that third hour is Lucha Bros. There's just not room for them right now. Pac, there's not room for him. They made him into a group. It's like that third hour is a time where, okay, now we have the second title. Let's put on Pac, and then let's let them be the top guys on this show. Yeah, I agree. All right. Pac, Pac, Pac with the Death Triangle, I think if they introduce a, uh, you know, a trio title, they should be the first ones to get it, in my opinion. Yeah. I think them them and SCU, they would have a, like, a good rivalry. Yeah, I think the Jurassic then, Express would also be good contenders. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think that's enough wrestling talk. Yeah. Um, so, what else do you want to talk about for the podcast? We have some more time to fill. Um, whatever. Okay. Um, you know what? Actually, let's end it here. We'll tape um, a longer episode than we had last Sunday. Or like we'll bonus okay. thing on um Sunday. So let's get our plugs in. Alright. Um my Instagram. You can find me at the uh, Oh my god, I just forgot my Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, it's Joshua Ayala eight one nine. Joshua underscore Ayala. That's A Y A L A underscore eight one nine. Okay, um, I'm Ethan Ankney, A-N-K-N-E-Y. It says Kaleidoscopes at the end of it, but um, just look up Ethan Ankney and it'll show up. C-O-L-L-I-D-E-D-O-S-C-O-P-E-S. Alright. You gotta shorten your your handle. I know, I really do. Well, one day I want to get... You should just do Eton Pankney. 
No, I can't do that. I want to be a public figure. I guess I already am, technically. All right. Um, thank you for anyone who listened this far into the show. Um, please tap the follow button up on Spotify. We hope we'll be on iTunes so, and get some clips up on YouTube in future weeks. All right. All right. Um, thanks for listening.